Today, I talked to one of my favorite people here in Coeur d'Alene, Danica Gilbert. She is with Local Real Estate, but we also talk about a great thing she has started a few years ago, the Full Moon Cruiser Ride. So every full moon, a group of people get together, ride their cruiser bikes, celebrate the full moon, celebrate our community. It's amazing. Uh, The next one is May 26th. If you do live in the Coeur d'Alene area, you'll love this episode. We talk about community. We talk about people um, getting outside. So enjoy the episode. Welcome to Keeping Tabs. I'm Tab the Croc, and every Monday, I talk to someone here in North Idaho, the goal to connect more people in the Coeur d'Alene area. And then every Friday, I talk to someone outside the community to bring in a new perspective and to learn a little bit about yourself. Good morning. I have Danica with me today. Um, Danica has, I've interviewed her before um, and we talked about full moon cruiser rides. So Danica does the full moon cruiser rides here in Coeur d'Alene, but she's also a uh, real estate agent at local real estate here in Coeur d'Alene. Um, she is involved with the community. She's one of those people, I think like myself, that we overcommit um, and get involved with everything in the community. And she's done a little bit of everything. So Danica, tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you're up to. Oh gosh. Well, um, yeah, that was a great intro to what I'm doing now. Um, we started the full moon rides a couple years ago. Um, and it was all based out of the brewery that I used to own, um, sold that and then transferred over to real estate now. So I play real estate lady, which is, um, a lot of fun, especially today. Uh, and we're continuing the ride. So we just started them up again. Um, we had the first one this week in over a year, uh, post COVID. I don't know if we can say that. Is it post COVID now? Like, uh, back to, back to events post, uh, I don't know, 50 people events. So, um, yeah, just kind of working back into the routine of, um, full moon rides, events, parties, community activities, and yeah. So how did this whole full moon cruiser ride even start? Gosh, well, um, yeah, two years ago, it was myself. I, you were there, um, Trek, Coffee Roboto. Um, was there anyone else at that meeting? It was like the, it was the very was beginning. Was it um, the, your real estate? Wasn't, weren't they part of it at the beginning? Local, yeah, I think local was there the first meeting too. Yeah, yeah. And um, we sat around a table at the brewery and we decided, oh, it'd be really fun if we got together every full moon and went on a bike ride. We Sandpoint does one, Spokane does one. They're nationwide. Like we're not reinventing anything here, but um, we thought we have such a cool town and we have a really beautiful town to do it in too. Um, a lot of like cute little businesses we can highlight and um, we want to give it a go. So we gathered, we thought, oh, well, maybe like 20, 30 people will show up. And the very first ride, I think we were, I don't know, 50 to 100 bikes. Um, and then after that, it just grew and grew and grew and turned into a, a giant beast of an event. Um, and then we started getting a little more recognition. Um, and so we had to start pulling permits and organizing and making routes and um, having volunteers. And so we built it all, all up and then um, COVID happened and we had to kind of put the pause on things. So uh, the last ride I think was March of last year. Um, and then 
we tried to do a couple virtual ones. I think we did like April, May, we did like set routes, people um, joined in and recorded and took pictures and stuff, but it just wasn't the same. So we just said, we're gonna stop, um, just take a, take a little break. And then I think honestly, everyone thought we weren't coming back. They were like, well, I don't think this will happen again. And, I, and I've heard that this group started like years past that there was someone else trying to do a full moon ride they did a couple and then it kind of you know disappeared also so i think that's what most people thought that it wasn't going to happen again and we weren't going to do it well now as things have been relaxing a little bit more and we're allowed to have um events you know with with a good health plan um we had we decided let's just put this together again let's let's give it a try so we uh this last week decided to host it at the real estate office and um it turned out really good yeah. it was really great i think there was easily over i don't know what do you think over 100 people? oh my god and i was i i truly was expecting 20 to 30. i was like i was like well and it's just like who knows what the weather's gonna be is it gonna rain at four o'clock that afternoon it was raining and gray and then by six o'clock it was sunny beautiful and like everyone showed up and so we hung out outside in the alleyway and um so there you know there was that space and if you weren't comfortable with it i noticed a lot of people had masks on and we're just kind of hanging back and then joined the ride and we're a part of at least the bike ride so yeah and there was live music and i i don't think the the radio brewing was expecting that like he ran out of beer Yes. Yeah. He's like, oh, I brought a, however many cases of beer and two little kegs of beer. And he's like, I thought that was going to be way enough. And within the first like half hour, he's like, I got to go and get more beer. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you do. And so then I like, I hung out and tried to ring in some beer and then, um, yeah, it just, it was, it was wild. Yeah. It was so awesome. And so now, I mean, that was the first one. Cause you kind of like we're getting out the kinks, but like what's going to happen for the rest of the year is what I think is really great is yeah. going to keep something consistent. So people are like, Hey, where's that this week? Where's that this week? Talk a little yeah. bit about how you guys are changing that. Yeah. So we're, um, we, we had to come up with a plan because I knew that this would turn into a real big deal now. Um, and I think especially because people, um, have been looking forward to some sort of event. So I think the events this summer are going to be a really big deal. Um, so we went round and round looking at different locations who can host it. It's a huge undertaking for a business to host a couple hundred people. And in a short window too, it's only a two hour event. It goes from six to eight o'clock. And so two hours of chaos, but it's a lot of setup and it's a lot of cleanup. And so um, we tried to find the right spot, but then we also have to be able to ride bikes there and like also have an easy route in and out. So we landed on Cork and Tap and Riverstone. So they are gonna be our new home for the full moon rides for the rest of this year. Um, we The next one's May 26th. Uh, the plan is, is they have the, this awesome garage door they can roll up and a good spot out in front. Um, for the first one, we're going to push the railings out just to take over the parking spots in front of Cork and Tab and put up vendor tents and things like that. Um, I think quickly after we'll notice that this is going to be a really big deal and we might have to expand out into that that area. So we got permission from Riverstone. They're really excited to have us and support the ride. And so um, Riverstone's going to be involved. Uh, and then at, from there, we're jumping on um, the Centennial Trail. So the Centennial Trail will be involved. And um, I think it's going to make it 
even a better community event, you know, involving more people. We'll have all the businesses in uh, Riverstone involved too, if they want to be. Um, and so I think it, it's going to get bigger and better. Uh, the route will be, I think, a lot better also, a lot safer. Right now, it's it's super fun going down 3rd and 4th Street and going down Sherman. And uh, But as the summer like goes on, it gets crazy. And we have a lot of people drinking and partying and, you know, racing up and down the streets in cars. And it's, it's just, it, it's, it's dangerous, especially with little kids and um, a mass amount of people. So from now on, we're going to be using the Centennial Trail. And so we only have to cross one street just to get on it. And then we'll hop right on um, right in Riverstone. And we're going to head from the uh, Riverstone to downtown on the trail. We might take a little lap around the park. And then um, from there, the ride, it's just going to kind of end. So it's it's up to you if you want to continue back to Riverstone, if you parked a car there, or if you want to just ride home from downtown, because I think a lot of people will probably ride out and then just go home right after that. So it'll be a little different. We're not going to have like the start and stop and midpoint um, that we usually had. We're just going to have a gathering and then disperse kind of from there. So and it's really cool. I like that you used to do that as like get other businesses involved and like get, you know, yeah. bring awareness to like a new coffee shop or a fitness studio or whatever it is but this is so much safer and less stress yeah. for you and your team because like organizing that and getting the city's approval. I mean, you're like a parade. So it is, it's stressful for both parties. Um, so I really like that you guys have kind of just like, all right, this is home base. This is where we're going to have the fun. And then you're out from there. And it seems like Cork and Tap is really excited to have the. Oh, they're going to be the great, they're going to be a great host too. Cause they have beer, wine, food. They have just a little bit of everything. And they have the space too. Like they have room inside. So if the weather's bad, we can go inside, but they also have a great outdoor spot. And yeah, I just think it's going to be really, it's going to be a safe space for everyone. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited about it. Um, looking forward to the the craziness of the summer and just seeing how it's going to go, but yeah, we'll be good. I love it. So let's talk about what, so what made you go into real estate? Like you have been doing, I mean, you owned a brewery, you have done tons of things with the community, you've done things with chamber, you've done all kinds of things. What made you go into real estate in this crazy market? Um, selling my brewery did. I, um, yeah, I was, it was kind of an unexpected sale, um, a really good opportunity for someone else to come in. And so um, sold it through local real estate. And then um, during the process that the, my agent, um, Neil, is now my broker, um, he was like, I think you should get into real estate. I think you'd be really good at it. And I think this is something you'd like. And I was like, no, I don't want to be a realtor. I don't want to be one of the thousand realtors, you know, like, I don't want to sell you something. It doesn't sound at all appealing to me. So um, after the sale of the brewery, I traveled and I just, I had no idea what I was going to do. I thought maybe I'd start up something again. Um, I went to Italy, came back and I was like, oh, I'm going to start a pizza shop. I want to do pizza. And this is what I'm going to do. Um, and then I had a realtor reach out to me and say, do you want to help me with my social media and just posting? And I was like, no, that sounds terrible. Like, I just don't want to be involved in real estate stuff. Like, I just have always had this view on realtors. It's just kind of like sleazy, like salespeople, right? And that like want to like use you for your connection or whatever. I know that sounds bad, but that's kind of how I always thought. Like, I was like, oh gosh, you just want to be friends with me because you want me to buy something from you or whatever. And so I thought, I don't want to be involved in that. And 
Um, but I started looking into real estate. This was right at the beginning of um, COVID because I thought I could help realtors market their like Instagram and put together like social media stuff. And then I kind of started getting into it because I was following the market. I was looking in, you know, into how to promote being a real estate agent. And I was like, this actually is kind of fun. Like, you know, you're snooping through people's houses online and it just seemed kind of fun. And so um, I was like, well, I, it's something I could do during COVID. I could just go, go to school and um, study. I have the time because I'm not working and everything's shut down. And so I gave it a try, went through the school, loved it, thought it was super interesting. And then I was like, okay, I'll just do this kind of on the side. Like, you know, I'll just kind of like see if I like it. And then it also turned out to be the craziest year ever to be in real estate. And um, I love it. It's the best job I've ever had. Um, it's so rewarding. It's super fun. Um, and I, I, I was not expecting to be in, into it at all. So it worked out really good. I, I am less than a year into it, but um, I can see myself doing it for a lot longer now. I love it. Yeah. And it's so crazy. I think, I think this is a great a proof to like show that you building that relationship in the community has really helped you in getting listings and people trusting you. I think that you, now that you've already been out in the community, you've already kind of made a name for yourself. People are like, Oh, Danica's in it. Great. I trust Danica. I trust her with my property or helping me find this. Um, I think that shows really a lot of how realtors should do things. <laughs> yeah. And I think everybody, I think everybody tries to do it. I don't think that um, you're trying to be like a salesman, but you do like, I, I think you do have to make those connections and things and then kind of just, yeah, build your group around you. So luckily, yeah, I've had um, just some really awesome people in our community participate in events and things. So it's been um, a little easier to connect, but yeah. I love it. Well, I'm going to ask you a couple of little fun questions. Um, so if you had a billboard and you could put anything on your billboard, what would it say <laughs> or have on it? Oh gosh. You know, I was just thinking about this the other day because I was going down Northwest Boulevard and, um, and there's like all these different billboards for banks, the hospitals, whatever. And I was like, I was like, I'm really surprised that out of like 3000 agents in our town, there's not a realtors, like there's not a realtor up here. And I was like, could you do something kind of fun that like could, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I was just surprised that nobody's done it. And I was kind of thinking, okay, what could I do that like could, like you could draw attention to your brand. Um, I don't know. I think it'd have to be something funny. I think it'd be something funny that like would catch people's eye. I couldn't think of it though. And so I still, I don't know what the answer would be, but it'd have to, it'd have to be something kind of short and funny and um, something, I don't know. That's Maybe a really hard question. Like you want on a bicycle? Full moon. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have to do something with the full moon probably like, I don't know. Gosh, I don't know. That's a hard question, but um, I have been thinking that, about it. Like something super corny. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It'd have to be funny because all of them are so serious. They're like, Oh, did you get injured? Go to the hospital. Oh, like they're use the bank. Like they're just all, I don't know. None of them are that hilarious. And I'm like, Oh, it'd be funny to do something kind of a hundred percent. I know we've had, there's been a couple that have tried to, but it's like the location has to be perfect too. It's like yeah. you're right there where like the one that's like the hospital ones, the one I always think of, cause I always see it. I was like, gosh, they yeah. got really cool stuff with this billboard. Yes. Yeah. I know. I'm surprised that they don't switch over as often either. I, I wonder what that schedule looks like. I should look into it and see you what should. it's like I to even get a billboard. 
That's a like, great opportunity. What does right it cost now? to put a billboard up? I have, and I have then no you idea. Can do that because then you're like your sponsors for the full moon cruiser ride. You guys could all do one big thing and then yeah, promote. It has to be pretty bold too, though. Like I think some of them get a lot of information on it, and you're like, you don't see you that unless. Yeah. And then you're also like navigating through traffic and all sorts of things. That's a busy road. So you're like, you get a lot of eyes on it, but you have to make it pretty simple or like it yeah. doesn't work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what is a piece of advice that um, has been given to you that you has been really beneficial in your life? Oh gosh. Um, I probably should have thought about these questions because I thought maybe you might ask something like this. <laughs> I, I, didn't, um, I thought about it too. I was like, maybe I should let Danica prepare. <laughs> it's fine. Um, I think like, I, I can't remember who said this to me, but I really have like lived by it is just trying to say yes to everything. And I know like there's that limit with having boundaries and, um, but trying to just uh, try everything once and, um, you know, let everyone be involved and um, yeah, saying yes has, has been really great. So when people are like, oh, you should give this a try. I'm like, and then just to remember, okay, it's just say yes. Like when I was recommended to be in real estate, they were like, you should give it a try. I should have just said, okay, yeah, let's try it. You know, and um, instead I kind of went back and forth and then I ended up saying yes and it was the greatest thing ever. So I think um, just making sure that you're at least trying everything once or, you know, looking into it. I think that's really important. I agree a hundred percent. And then I think I've, I've always said that to people like in the community too, like say yes, especially when you're trying to get your foot in the door or trying to meet new people or trying to network. Say yes to those opportunities to volunteer, get a part of like a different yeah. group, just really get out there because when you build yourself, then you can start saying no to those things because you've already like kind of, you know, you can start to be selective. But I like that, that, you know, at least try, it's like trying new food. It's like, just at least try yeah. it. You might hate it, but at least try it. Or you might love it. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. If you hate it, don't do it again. If it's not something you're into, don't do it again, but at least give it a try once. Yeah. So are you reading any good books right now or recommend any, um, like, I don't know, are you a self-help or are you like a leadership book or do you read romantic novels? Oh gosh. I actually have two books on my nightstand right now. Um, I am reading boundaries. It's like a, it's a little bit of a self-help book, but trying to just kind of learn how to say no, cause I say yes a lot and, um, you know, kind of where my boundaries are. So I've been working on that. Um, and then I started a book last night. Oh, I can't even remember. It's like something about the light and it's this like French city and um, it was really interesting. So I'm, that's my fun book. So like kind of a serious book and a fun book, you know, all in once. And so. I know I yeah. love fun books when you're like on vacation and you're on a beach and you don't want to think about work or anything. And that's when I'm like, Oh, yeah. like I did that. I went to Hawaii and I read like all like the hunger games, like all of them, because it was like, might as well. And then you fly through and you're sitting on the beach. So it was like more fun, yeah. like the self-help books or like leadership books those are more fun when you're like right in the middle of working. Yeah. I like to read like my self-help books in the morning with my coffee. Cause I'm like feeling like, okay, I can take this in. I could think about it all day. And then when I go to bed, I want to read something that's just kind of mindless. That's just entertaining. I just want to be entertained and like put to sleep at that point. So I, I have like two different, different styles and two different books on my, my end stand. <laughs> that's why I watch friends at night. Like the TV show for, oh, so I've fun. seen every episode like a hundred times. Oh, I, I love, love that show. <laughs> and it's just like, you're just like, you can block out all of the, everything from the day and you just can be like, it's you're hanging out with your friends at night. Like, I know. I love it. And it's not stressful. It's not, you don't have to think about anything. Like sometimes I like to get into like this more serious shows, but yeah, the, if you can just watch something that's funny and easy going, it's the best. 
I love it. So if you could have dinner with anybody uh, dead or alive, who would it be? Oh my gosh. I don't know. You know, well, this week just um, alone. And I know like for so many people, um, uh, Hegedon was, you know, we, we just lost him this week and I have never got to meet him. And I was thinking, man, I wish that I would have made a point in the last couple of years to try to um, meet this like legend, right? And um, I know uh, so many people had good connections with him and he's done so much for our community. And I felt um, like that that's somebody I would love to sit down with and just talk to about um, the, just the history of our town too. You know, he was involved in so much. And so I think uh, if I had to answer that just for today, that's, that's what I would say. I that's wish it. I would have, wish I would have had dinner with him. I wish I would have got to know him and um, yeah. Well, I mean, I got to meet him once and it was him and Lola um, and they were touring the boys and girls club when I worked there. And they, that's when they gave the million and a half or whatever it was to build the new boys and girls club in Coeur d'Alene. And if you have a chance to go meet Lola, she's just as fantastic. But I, I feel the same way. I would love to like, I would have loved to sit down with Dwayne and actually pick his brain about business. Like finding out he only went to college for six months. Uh, he was a paper boy, like to hear like his story and that like, you don't need to go to college and do big things like, and waste all this money. Cause everyone's in debt. It's like, Oh, this guy like built himself and it's in you like yeah. Lane And the reason everyone's moving here is a lot because of him. Yeah. I just, I, yeah, I'm just kind of curious. I would just love to, I would have loved to have dinner with him and just, you know, get to know him um, because he is kind of iconic here, you know, like, and you look at his resort and his house and like the golf course and all of these things. And I'm like, man, like, who's the man behind all this? And I wish, you know, that's something I, I would have done. Like, I I'm sure it, it could have happened. You know, I could have reached out and said, Hey, can you go to, do you want to go to dinner? Like, you know, I, I want to meet you. Like, I don't think that's a crazy thing to ask somebody like, you know, Hey, I think you're really amazing. Can I, can I get to know you? Like, um, so yeah, that's, that's what I would have went to dinner with. That's awesome. You know. So right, going right into that, what do you love the most about our community? I, um, I, I love like the, I don't even know how to say this walking and riding bikes and just being able to get everywhere. Um, so easily, like that's the best part of Coeur d'Alene. I can walk, ride my bike anywhere in town, grocery store, out to eat, friend's house, to the beach, mountain biking, whatever you want to do. Um, it's all really accessible and it seems very safe too to do, right? Like I do this all by myself. I, I'll ride my bike home at midnight and I feel totally good about it. I, I don't think twice about being out and walking around or um, if I want to go to dinner, walking or taking my bike, like, I just think that's super important. And um, something I love the most about this area, like, I don't think you get that everywhere you go. Even if you go a little further North, like it makes it harder to ride your bike around as soon as you cross kind of over the, the freeway, um, then it's harder because there's just more traffic and busier streets. And, but we're like, we're so lucky that we're able to do that. It's awesome. Yeah. And I agree hundred percent. And I think, um, I mean, I have to give huge shout out for that one to like our cities and our trail systems yeah. and people, because I mean, when I, I mean, even in the last like four or five years, how much that's changed. I mean that like really the bikeability and the like pedestrians, like it's really like promoted to ride your bike. And before it was like, 
you know, people would get yelled at for riding their bikes. Now it's like, no, get on your bikes or go walk yeah. and like really be, you know, and I'm excited more bike lanes are coming in and like the city's really yeah. important. Yeah. It's super fun. It's a really fun way to see the town too, and kind of slow down enough to look around you and like notice new businesses, notice things going on. Like, I think, yeah, it's, it's sometimes it's harder um, to catch the little things that are happening. And um, when you're just driving in a car, so yeah, we have a good city for that. I agree. So if someone wants to get a hold of you, um, what is the best way, whether it's real estate and also if someone's listening they're like I want to get involved with full moon cruiser ride how do I do this what do I do so how can yeah. someone get a hold of you yeah I have well I have a bunch of different social media um outlets that I have to check every day so I have a personal one it's just Danica um Danica Gilbert and then um I also do the full moon ride stuff. So the CDA full moon bike ride, um, we have an Instagram, we have a Facebook group. Um, and then I have, I manage all the local real estate stuff too. So I'm on the website. I'm on, um, yeah, I guess all of their Instagram, Facebook, all of those things. So yeah, I'm pretty easy to get a hold of Yeah, <laughs> really on, I'm really on social media a lot and yeah. Perfect. Last question is, it was a rough year. You and I talked, right? It was funny because you and I, you reconnected. You're like, hey, we want to get the trail involved. This is what we're wanting to do. And like on my my store or on my feed, it was like, oh, a year ago, you interviewed Danica about the full moon cruiser rides. And I was like, oh, how the, the year has changed. Yeah. But we were in the beginning of a pandemic. We're like, oh, it's, we're going to be quarantined for a couple months. And now we yeah. got the world and what we went through. Um, do you have a piece of advice to give to someone that maybe is either struggling or going through a really rough time? Just like kind of a positive note to leave people with? Oh my gosh. Um, I think that like some of the best things you can do for yourself is just get outside and try to get outside every day. Um, even if it's for a five minute walk or, you know, just to sit on your front porch, I think, um, when you're having a hard time or, you know, going through stuff, that's the best thing you can, you can do, you know, especially well exercise, obviously, but even if you just, if you just don't feel like it, you know, just go sit outside and, um, luckily we're in a good spot for that. So yeah, that's exactly. That's, my... that's the best piece of advice. And in the vitamin D or the fresh air can like cure so much. It can, it makes you feel so good. Yeah. And especially right now when we're starting to see the blue skies and the weather's changing, it's like, finally, I everyone mean, feels happier. Everything just seems better. They're we like, couldn't oh. have asked for a better full moon cruiser ride the, this week. I mean, it was like perfect weather, oh. it was a little chilly, but it was like, if you just wore a jacket, it was like perfect. Yeah. It was, it was like the best weather. I don't know how that happened because all day it was like gray clouds, little tiny trickles of rain. And I was like, oh man, this is going to be such a bummer. And then it just cleared up and it was perfect. It was, it was so nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, Danica, thank you so very much. Um, and yeah. uh, have a great day. Thanks, Tabitha. Thanks for listening to Keeping Tabs. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube, Spotify, or iTunes to listen to all the great interviews. Keeping Tabs is all about people, telling the story of some amazing people we have in our community and across the world. So make sure you subscribe, like, and follow along.